Introducing new Moth Be Gone. Welcome back to WETT The Splash, the home of all your naughty little secrets. We are live from the scene of the accident, and the death toll has climbed to a staggering rate. Welcome back. Hey, woo. Episode 205. 205, baby. Damn, damn, that's way too much content. I'll tell you what, if you've been listening for this long, you deserve a sticker. And I've got a bunch of stickers with Mike's face on them. So if you want one, uh, literally just say, I want one. You can go on Instagram, you can go on Twitter, you can send me an email. You probably know me personally. If you want one, we'll send you 10. I'll send you fucking 10, dude. <laughs> we have so many of these fucking stickers. <laughs> and you, you know, like, I didn't even change the art. I haven't even considered it. You, you know, know, but it's good art, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you to know? pay homage. Like, it's quite good quality. Yeah, for, for Mike, you know, or whoever was Mike. Uh, <laughs> the well, enigma you know, that is Mike. We got to keep that art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, we had so much art made. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I still have those stickers like all around my house, yeah. you know. So it's yeah. just like it's quality, man. Yeah. You know? Here, here's a little here's a little sad story before we get into the ad. Oh boy. So uh, every time I make the episode, I um yeah I I always put in like a watermark of the original drawings of me and Mike, and uh, I miss them so much that <laughs> when I when I add the watermark, I have to erase him every single time <laughs> because I won't save just, uh, just me after erasing him. So every time I make the picture, I have to literally erase Mike's face from the picture. So, <laughs> like, so you put yourself through that torture every, like single, every week. single week for yeah. the thumbnail picture. Yeah. I could just save it. <laughs> It would take nothing for me to save it. Literally, all I would do was just hit the save button one time as a copy. Why don't you save it, John? Because I miss him. I <laughs> <laughs> was like crying, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Mike, man. I miss you. Yeah, yeah you, you're the man, dude. And I'll tell you what, what helps <laughs> me when I'm missing people is get fucked up on Delta 8. And if you want some Delta mm. 8, you should be going to Black Tie CBD. Black yes. Tie CBD, folks. You want to smoke your CBD. You want to vape it. You want to rub it on your skin. You want to put it in your mouth. You want to put it in yep. other orifices. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. You know, any way that CBD could be put in, on, or uh, around your body, Black Tie makes it. And also, they make Delta 8 now. And Delta 8 gets you fucked. Yeah, it's wow. Delta 8 that also, like, in CBD form to you. Like, well, what is that again? Describe that. Delta 8, uh... When I looked it up, it said it came from the hemp flower, which I don't know about all that. So, because hmm. uh, is marijuana the hemp flower? No, hemp is. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I thought hemp and, and marijuana. It's kind of like, like Coke and Pepsi. They're both colas. I think they're both something like relative species, right? Oh, but they're not the of, same type of plant. Yeah, but they're not necessarily the same. And I think hemp has more CBD than marijuana. Interesting. Okay, I believe. Okay, huh. like that. I could. This could be entirely wrong, but I, you know, because like I'm, but I'm pretty sure hemp and marijuana are separate because 
if you were to go, if you were to stumble upon like a hemp field, uh-huh. right, uh, and you were to like pick up a flower and it had like a bud and smoke that you wouldn't get high. But so what I believe Delta 8 is, is just a, what's it, tetrahydrocannabinol? It's another fucking, it's, uh, so, okay. Internet, please. It, the way I understand it, right, is like, it, it kind of looks like if you mixed THC and CBD together, it can, it becomes Delta 8, but that doesn't make sense when I read it. And then I've also read that it's like, uh, it's THC specific, looks like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's CBD. like it's like the opposite. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Where CBD gives you all the benefits without the high, this gives you all the high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interest. So none of the uh uh what is it um uh not nauseating effects. The opposite of that, alleviating effects. I guess yeah. is the word. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. none of the alleviating effects that CBD has and or, or marijuana has. Just all of the psychedelic. I basically. believe it's supposed to be. Yeah, all the psychedelic. Because that sounds crazy. Yeah, and I'm kind of interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I said. You know what? I said for the show that I would order one. And the other day, I literally like I was on Black Tie's website, and I had the whole thing ready to go. And then I got distracted by something, and then I didn't order it. And I didn't realize until fucking way later that I never ordered it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, on my phone, like, I've got, like, two internet browsers, right? Mm-hmm. You get, like, a Google search bar, which I is on, like, the front. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So sure. whenever I use the internet, I hit that Google search bar, and then it's, you know, it's just a Google search bar. You know what I'm saying? So it goes to whatever you fucking look up. And then the other browser, which is just, like, the Samsung internet, when that opens up, it stays on whatever hmm. you were on last all the time. Okay. Unless you literally clear the tab, uh, it's going to pull up the tab that you were on last. Sure. So I use that for porn. Not Very clever. You know, very I, clever. You know, Do I, you like say, like, mm, that's going to be for tomorrow? And <laughs> you just keep that tab yeah, open. Right. <laughs> <laughs> open a new tab and just save it <laughs> for later. Like, you know, I'm going to get to this one eventually. I really like this. This yeah, other one I'm going to come yeah. to, but this one looks dope. Yeah. <laughs> And I know if I hit refresh tomorrow, it's not going to be on the home page anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. laughing because I feel like I, that's a, just every dude's thing. Yeah, you know, you, know, you the, find some. There's so much flavors of lollipops. Yeah, you right? know, you want to you know, try, try them all. Yeah, and then you can hold your finger over them sometimes, and it'll give you like the a couple stills. <laughs> that's like getting the little scoop from uh, the little spoon at Baskin Robbins. Uh, yeah, when you want to say you want to f- like try a flavor. Yeah, and they give you that little tiny spoon. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's sampling the porn with the still images. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then when you can't make up your mind, you're like in the middle of a uh, middle of the whack job, and you yeah. fucking are swapping from tab to tab. But you can't decide which one to end up on. Yeah, yep. you and like then, them all, dude. Yeah, you end up getting full <laughs> off the appetizers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you shoot your yeah. load while on the homepage. Still, yeah. then that feels in weird. In between, in between transitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes me sad. Oh, the worst. I think the worst thing that could possibly happen is when it freeze frames on a dude's face. <laughs> it buffers uh, as you're coming. It yeah, buffers. No. <laughs> Or maybe like, no. or like you're about to come, so you you try to skip ahead to the to the to the you know the, the cum part shot. That you wanted to see or something, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. then it takes too long to load, and it's just like a wide shot of the dude's butthole. Oh, you know, like maybe it's uh, that, yeah. maybe it's that aggressive, unnecessary porn angle from like under the guy's ass. At that point, you just fucking scroll down and like, yeah. what's left in the comments? Throw here? my phone, trying to remember something else. <laughs> like, so when you guys want to do that, you know, you got to go to oh, Black Tie CBD and use code Thick One. 
for 10 percent off yeah yeah uh i just recently um uh uh promoted that to one of our friends who uh smoked cbd yeah did and, they get some did they and, try uh, it? I, not yet but uh okay. they uh, did try some of uh the late the fiance's uh um uh black tie cbd and yeah. it, she seemed to really like it you know yeah. and i told her thick one bro you know i wonder i wonder how people do that how do you t- how do you know if your cbd is good besides looking at it like here's um, the thing with black yeah, tie with black tie know. in particular they send you the lab results yes they show and prove to right. you how good it is right but if somebody was to just give you a bag of like bud a flower yeah how do you tell i was like this was cbd how do you besides the look and taste like, I, yeah, I, don't I know. couldn't tell you. Dude. I smoke too much wheat. I, because I, because <sighs> I'm being honest. This is an honest ad read, people. This is as honest as an ad read gets. Yeah. I don't smoke fucking CBD. I mean, I do sometimes. So. <sighs> I mean, I will, but I'm not buying CBD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me buying CBD is like the equivalent of me going out to like eat mm-hmm. and asking for like a cardboard version of whatever food I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's a waste of money yeah. and time. Like, yeah. I just, I feel You're like not a, getting what you need. In the I feel first like place. I bought a display model. Yeah, it's like You're buying getting, a can of Coke and it's full of water. And it's like you like getting a, a plate of noodles with no pasta uh, sauce on top or something. Yeah, you know, you know it just it, no it doesn't cheese. seem right. You know, you know, I feel like I got duped every time. No ice with your water, bro. But then people who don't can't smoke weed. It definitely does something for them. Yeah, they seem to really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I mean, like there's they get the. Um, to relax, you know, they yeah. get the effects of when people have anxiety, for example, it's a it's a downer, it calms them down and shit. Yeah. So But like I mean But like when you when you have weed, right? When you're trying to get high, mm-hmm. you go off look, taste, mm-hmm. smell, uh, and then how stoned you get off it. Yeah. And typically how stoned you get off it is what's most important. Yeah. Right? Assuming, yeah. It could be pretty. If it doesn't really get you high, then it's C B D. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when it comes to C B D, like you're going, is it just look, taste, and smell? Or is it like if you're an anxious person, you get noticeably less anxious if you smoke this CBD versus yeah, other CBD? I'd probably say it's it's the calming effect yeah. primarily and then accompanied by the smell, the flavor. Because I did notice that, again, black tie CBD, thick one. Yeah. Um, when we got black tie, uh, which now this is the second or third time we've gotten it for specifically for my lady, you know, mm-hmm. um, the joints that they have are like far more flavored or you can taste the flavor far more than just regular bud that I've had. And I've smoked yeah. a fucking lot, many varieties of weed for the past several years, you know? Yeah, so and, it's like, and Mike's given us a lot. And then the people at yeah. black tie also used to, used to hook us up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, they have the highest quality for sure. Yeah, It's great. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I was impressed as and, a non CBD uh, smoker. I was impressed. And I always notice it in the other shit. Not when I smoke it, but like if I have like a topical cream mm. that I always really notice it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, like when you're like really sore, like they have like that Mary's Naturals or whatever. Mm-hmm. That shit really works super well. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. just rub it into your ass. <laughs> in your ass. Sometimes you get a bro. sore ass, man. You know, on the butt cheeks or in the crack? I guess a little bit of both. Well, sometimes you get a sore ass in the butt cheeks from like maybe a lot of day, a lot of stairs that day or something. 
Oh, from the from yeah. the rub. Yeah, yeah. I, I respect it. But yeah. fuck, like in the crack. The chub man, rub was... fucking sucks, though. Yeah, that's where I would put it. If anything, you know. Yeah, you damn near chub rub, dude. You damn near put a sponge in there or something. <laughs> something, that, something that you don't want to get too much friction, cause any problems. You yeah, need something that's be able to take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so black tie CBD, thick one, thick one, chub rub, ten percent off. Good shit. Don't put in chub rub. Actually, put chub rub in, but then afterwards, put thick in, thick one. <laughs> right? Give them a five star review, and then in the comments, give say just say chub rub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chub rub. All right. So I got a story to tell. This one's pretty fun. All right. So the other day, I was at the uh, I was at Safeway with my girl, and uh, the cashier started hitting on me. Oh. In front of my girl. Wow. Yeah. And first of all felt good to be on that side of it right you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, felt, felt yeah. good to be the dude that's getting hit on and not the fucking female yeah you know yeah. so yeah. so I'm, so i'm getting my shit you know like rang up right the cashier goes you from around here huh? and i was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was born you know born <laughs> and raised yeah i'm uh, a target I'm conquered yeah you know and uh like that's cool that's cool uh, do you play pickleball and i was like pickleball what uh, the yeah. fuck dude yeah like you play pickleball and i literally <laughs> i went pickleball and he goes never mind so then <laughs> then the cashier is just like well what about bocce and i'm <sighs> like uh i mean i don't play but my old roommate charles shout out hurricane charles mm-hmm. uh he plays bocce every thursday at newhall and like it looks fun yeah. And they're like, yeah, you know, I, I went down there and there's some of those guys are really good at it. And like he's it, it's just it's just forced, like forced conversation. Like uh-huh. he was really doing his best. Huh. You know, he was throwing out uh, game. Uh. And then I was like, OK, you know, maybe maybe, you know, you're just you're talking your way through your shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long day. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So next is my girl's transaction. Silent. Ooh, the whole like, transaction. Like the Not interested in women doesn't whatsoever. Like the ladies. Yeah. yeah, just another day at work. <laughs> you know, doesn't even want to make eye contact. He's just fucking <laughs> passing the groceries to the Tits. little scanner. Mm, nah. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. And this and like, blue bo- this blue eyed boy over here, though. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we, were, we were walking out of the store, and I looked over at my girl. I was like, "Was that guy hitting on me?" Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> Very aggressively. aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was trying hard. He, he was throwing it out. He threw pickleball out there yeah, first. Yeah, what the fuck? Who, sta- who starts with, are you from around here? Yeah. That sounds like a fucking threat. That's almost, damn near. It's, that's threat or like yeah. bar talk. Yeah, dude. You know? You know hey, baby, like, you from around here? Yeah, like I'm, I'm at Target. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about, dog? Yeah, like, no, just what pass you, it by. What were you buying? What were you buying at Target? No, I was at Safeway. Oh, at least I, Target. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just getting groceries. I got and I had okay plenty of groceries. I guess I could see. Oh yeah, like I mean, because we're. I was gonna say maybe they, they think you're on a vacation, but it's like we're in the middle of a fucking city. If you're in a vacation yeah. in San Francisco, go to fucking San Francisco. Yeah, so. you know, if it was like a Target, I'd see more likely like that. Maybe I'm not from there, but there's just a local yeah, grocery I store. I don't even know then, dude. You know, yeah, I'm not bro. even a quarter mile from the studio. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what a way. <sighs> Yeah, so it opens up with you from around here, which yeah, that could be a threat, but like, not this particular time. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I could tell it was like a stretch. Yeah, in any scenario yeah. though, like at a, at a fucking grocery store, yeah. it's no less, dude. And then, that sounds like you're fucking trying to pick some shit with somebody. Yeah, you know? and then the pickleball thing—that's so funny. Yeah, that's like, pickleball, pickleball. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. 
He literally yeah, what gave the fuck up is pickleball? He lost confidence. I don't uh, know what I'm the fuck pickleball is at all. He lost confidence in it though. He immediately like, he switched out. A fuck ton of like fucking yeah. porn with pickles is gonna show up now. And when I think pickleball, I think of that uh, that episode of Scrubs where the janitor what the sh- tricks JD. Is this to like let. fucking tennis but for bitches? What the fuck? This looks like weird tennis. Yeah, it's like table tennis and tennis and badminton mixed together. Pedal ball sport that fuck? combines elements of badminton, table tennis, Homie. and tennis. Two just, or four You're players. using a tennis court. Just play fucking tennis, dude. This just looks like chaos. What the... Sh- dude, they're literally standing on a tennis court. Yeah. And they're just stepping forward a fuck ton, you know? Yeah, they're playing... Yeah, they're playing tennis at like half court, basically. Instead of <sighs> a full court. Just play tennis, dude. If you want to play badminton, just raise the net yeah. and play on grass. Yeah. I don't understand. Badminton's a good time. I like badminton. Like, I mean, I, I know that there's oddball sports out there. Well, okay. But come on. And what a weird pickup line, too. Pickleball? Pickleball. Is, that's what you're going for? At least, like, do you play tennis? You know, I was going to say what a gay sport, but it was, you know, this was a dude hitting <laughs> on a dude. So Appropriate, I, I guess. guess. It's fun. Yeah, I guess it's actually pickleball was probably the, maybe that was an innuendo. That's what I'm you saying. That's why I said like, maybe there's going to be fucking you stroke porn. men. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was some sort of butt. Like maybe you maybe you thought butt? you were a bear that went to fucking events or something, dude. And that happens know? more often than you like, think. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, I mean, you'd be surprised. <laughs> so many people think I'm gay. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm not like I don't. I don't. I'm not. You know, I don't take care of myself very well. You're too friendly. I'm friendly, but how is that gay? It's, uh, you, I'm a little gay. Well, yeah. no, I think I think I've had this said before that I think some people who are like overtly friendly, yeah. comes off as flirtatious. You yeah, know, that's just true. The people who are not obviously can't read other people very yeah. well. You yeah. know, like I, I definitely can see that. You know, like yeah. but they get they get he engaged you right. He was trying hard, bro. He was throwing up like, pickleball. You walked up to him and like said hi, how you doing or something like that. No, this is just the cashier. Or... Oh, I did give him a hey, how you doing? Right when you but co- that's you know that's like a tick. You know, if we're in public sure. and you look if you make eye contact with me, mm. you're getting a hey, how you doing? Sure, it sure. comes out of me like I'm not even thinking about it. Yeah. Just, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. I, Every time. Yeah, I always do. Like, hey, man, woman, old, straight, gay, yeah. re- mm-hmm. you know, retarded. If well, you're getting retarded, polite. what's up, bud? You know, that's usually. <laughs> like, oh, hey, that's bud. usually yeah, if I see one of those, they uh, get a special the today. Oh, what? Shout out to Bubbles, bubbles dude. Yeah, today. fucking over there. Yeah, he's smoking a bowl, doing Hanging what he out. fucking does every day. Had the day. garage open and has some yeah. sunlight coming in. Hanging out, you know, little flower boy. Playing GTA. It's a oh, good choice. Dude, he's just oh my god, dude. This motherfucker with GTA. It's the it's almost sad and it's annoying. <laughs> this is what he does. I mean GTA. So in GTA <laughs> five on the in online, if you go to the casino once a day you get to spin a prize wheel. And nice. every week there's a show car on the casino floor uh-huh. that you can win on the prize wheel. Ooh. <clears throat> so I taught bubbles that if you close the app right as it lands on the prize, then it won't take and you can get your spin again. Uh-huh. So you can just keep going until you get the car. Finally get the car, yeah. So now that's all he does in that game is spin the wheel all until day. he gets the car. All day. He spends eight hours. Yeah. And just constantly. All Jesus fucking day. Fuck. Loads the game up. Takes for fucking ever. 
to get to the casino. You know? Yeah, like no, like we load in the casino. It oh, okay. takes forever to load up the game. That's good. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's, it's, it's a, a big, big game, game and yeah. it's online, so you're loading in the server. It's like a hundred gig game or something, isn't it? Yeah, I think plus. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, of all the updates. Yeah. Um, but huge, huge game. So it takes a it takes a couple minutes. Mm. Uh, and then once it does, once you do finally get through all the loading screens, then you have to make your way to that wheel still. Mm. So that's more loading screens. Mm. And then finally you get to the wheel, you spin it. That lasts all of like five, six seconds tops. And then if you didn't like your answer, you shut it out and you do it again. So he's playing the video game <laughs> for like a minute Jesus 30 Christ. per hour. Yeah. Per hour, yeah. a minute and a half of that total is him moving the joystick forward until he gets to the wheel and then moving it downwards to spin it. Yep. The whole rest of that fucking 58 and a half minutes of each hour is a loading, loading. screen. Yeah, dude. And he just, I'm sure he just packs bowls and smokes while yep. he's waiting. Yep. Fucks around on his phone. Listening to Jay Diggs yeah, songs and yeah. fucking Kevin Gates and somehow not knowing the words still. You know, there's some bliss in that probably, I'm sure. You know? of, yeah. If that's, if that's how simple the life is day in, day out. That's, that's, yeah. that's pretty nice, yeah. honestly. I mean, I'll give that yeah. to him. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, I know I can't do that, right? right. Part of me can. Right. Part of me can. I think I could, it, I, you everyone know, can. Yeah. If you give up, you can just sit there. Yeah, everyone can. Yeah. yeah. But, but uh, I think I would, I need the creative outlet. Mm -hmm. I need to be doing something. I think it's for mental health. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I wonder, like, does it, like, this has got to be boring, right? We're 28 now. So he's been out of high school for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So for 10 years, every day, he gets up and he chills in the garage. If he gets up. Yeah. yeah. He chills in the garage. He smokes weed and plays video games. Yeah. And I don't know, like, to to somebody who works every day hard, yeah. that probably sounds awesome. Sure, yeah. But I think if yeah. you really look down deep into it, I think that sounds awful. You're boring. Very boring. Yeah. You know, like, especially the games are going to get boring. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's only playing two or three games. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, there's the argument also that there's nothing. Some people just want to have that regular full day of nothing, yeah. you know, and literally just go day to day and just exist. Yeah. You know? I mean, I can and, appreciate that. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah I 100% agree with you. Yeah. But I think most people, especially creative people, to your point, you yes. know, there needs to be something that uh, I think the person, whether you're busy or not, there needs to be something that you are working towards that is challenging you, yes. but is also satisfying when you complete the job. Yeah. And if if your job nine to five is bullshit, you hate it, and it's challenging, you can you complete it, you still don't feel fulfilled. You know, you probably need something. Even if you don't have a whole lot of time, you as a person probably need something to fulfill you, you know? Yeah. And I don't think people real get that until they finally obtain that thing, that when they finally complete it and they feel amazing about it or they yeah. hear the product, like when you cre uh, create content or you work something with your hands and you get that engine working for the first time, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. I think humans need that kind of outlet otherwise yeah. they'll go fucking insane you know over time at least you know yeah and, and i so. hate to bring up that death book again because <laughs> here we go yeah, because yeah, yeah. i became <laughs> such a sad sad little <laughs> puss 
after I read that yeah. book for a couple of weeks. But yeah, because you're rationalizing everything. Yeah, yeah, now that I'm on the other side of it, I gained what I needed from it. But one thing that I always, one of the things I take from it, I took a lot. But one thing that's like burns in my head is that like, you know, the the there's the the side of the creative, right? If we mm-hmm. were to put two people in the two groups, right, which is you know you can't do, but we're gonna do anyway. You have the uncreative. The nine to fivers, the weekend warriors. Yeah. They don't necessarily need to be creative. Their brain doesn't really care or feed off of it. They they take in value and happiness in the world around them mm-hmm. and experiences, mm-hmm. memories, mm-hmm. you know, small achievements, maybe at work. Like sure. that's good enough. Sure. Right? Good and for then, a moment like that, yeah. Yeah. Now on your other group, you have your creatives. Mm-hmm. Right? And a creative needs to create because here's the difference right a person on group a you know the non-creatives they're kind of taking in the world absorbing it a little bit and then they let out their frustrations and everything like that by enjoying the little things and heroisms that they're gaining along the way mm-hmm. the creatives uh and imagine that first one as kind of like a flowing state right so imagine like you had like a cylinder right yeah. And on the top there's a cap and on the bottom there's a cap and it's always open. They take in the world and because of the little things that they do and that the fact that they're satisfied, it goes at the bottom and mm-hmm. there's never a problem. Mm-hmm. With the creatives, here's what's interesting, right? Uh it has to be it can't just flow right through. It starts to back up. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't create, which can be, you know, this is a very broad thing we're saying creating you know what i'm saying sure uh if you don't do that if you don't have those outlets if you don't put forth your art contribution to the world whether that be music or painting or comedy or landscaping in a certain way you know or sandwich artisting Mm. you know um Mm -hmm. then it gets backed up and it causes pressure on the bottle Mm -hmm. which over time will make it weaker and eventually crack Mm. crack at the seams Yeah. yeah and a psychopath this is what's interesting a psychopath doesn't have the bottom cap, right? Mm. So it immediately fills up. They take in the entire world, and it can't flow anywhere because they don't have their creative outlet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the only difference between a creative and a psychopath is the fact that when the creative is taking in the world the way that they do, uh, they can spit it back out. Mm-hmm. And then the psychopath can't spit it back out. That's what makes them go crazy. Mm-hmm. So if you're a creative and you're living a monotonous life, eventually you'll go crazy. Sure. Because it's not enough for you. And you might not even understand that it's not enough for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like imagine like, like I said, the sandwich artist, you know, like their only like thing keeping them stable is like making really pretty sandwiches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's their only creative outlet, you know, or maybe they have, you know, a podcast, hopefully. You know, I think that's yeah, yeah. that's a beautiful thing now too is that uh now everybody has a chance to do it. Yeah, right, right. In any form. Right. You know. So I mean like that I mean that's really cool. I mean I know that we have all the gear and shit and everything yeah. but um there so it's kind of like hypocritical to say but there is uh a lot to just picking up your cell phone. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. and just recording your audio and expressing yourself that way. Yeah. You, you know? can have a garbage podcast. Yeah. It's still creating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to, it might not do great. Sure. It's not going to become something that you can market and monetize and make sure. money off of. Right. But 
there's a lot of value in having your outlet. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and to and to bring it back all the way, I think I can't do what Bubbles does because mm-hmm. I my bottle will overfill. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go nuts sitting there every day because I'll just mm-hmm. yeah, that's just my brain works that way. So does yours. Yeah. Some yeah. people though would have no problem with that whatsoever. They yeah. could just sit there every day if they had the chance. Yeah, they would. And then you see plenty of people do that with like welfare. And social security and food stamps, mm-hmm. drug dealing, sure. things that are just quick, easy money to where you don't have to do anything. And survive and skim through the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think uh, humans, anybody really, do you mm-hmm. think humans have the ability to, uh, or do you think humans, let me rephrase the question, sorry. Do yeah. you think humans are inherently have the capability to be creative specifically? Not necessarily that every human is creative creative yeah but do you think all humans have the capability to become or be creative at some point you know yes yeah yes i agree so too but i also think that some people need to be creative right i don't think everybody necessarily like i think like i was saying earlier sometimes you'll get your satisfaction from something smaller sure you know your need to be creative is a much lower you know like it could be as simple as making a really nice looking sandwich yeah, you know, you know, I, it, you know, it could be. A, for some people, it's enough that when they make their PB and jelly every day, uh, that it's perfectly smooth before they line up the bread and not right. on the crust. Right, that's right. The, that's their creativity. Yeah, because yeah, uh, creativity is subjective, right? Yes. You know, th- that could be anything. It could really, be ordering. You know? It could be the way you ordered a burger at a diner. Yeah, that could be your creative. You could be proud of how good the burger that you ordered was. Mm-hmm. Because you said to add this or take this off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's just not necessary. In fact, let me fix that analogy real quick. Sure. All right. So, same thing water bottle, cap on the top, cap on the bottom. Sure. The creative doesn't have the cap on the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're able, but once it gets full, they can pour it out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's, make that's room their for art. More. That's their art and make room for more. Yeah. Because they're producing. The psychopath okay. can't pull it out, it can only take in, it yeah, can't push yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if you're non-creative, and I just mean like a, you know, like your regular person, I would honestly say most people probably aren't. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're that kind that like, uh, can just do nine to five and have memories on the weekend, and that is a great and perfect life for them, that's a constant flow state. Mm-hmm. Artists are getting filled up and then pouring it out through art. Psycho are filling it up, but there's no out, so mm-hmm. it just explodes, and then they're fucking. You know, eating peanut butter out of somebody else's asshole yeah. by force. Yeah, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's as if I, I, I'd argue even to, because uh, this is apparently an episode of analogies. Yeah, well, um, uh, I'd even argue that you could portray as creatives have a cap on top that yes. they can, once it's full, they can take off and pour out and then recap, you know? Yeah. People who are uh, don't necessarily need that outlet and are like very... Uh, grounded and at peace with not only themselves but what they're doing with their lives, whether it's creative or not, you know. Yeah. Uh, that one they don't have a cap at all. They can just kind of it just free flows, you know. Yeah, it's fine. And then the psychopaths are people who have a cap, but they don't know how to uncap it. They don't yeah. know how to take it off. Yeah. You know? Or maybe it's fucking sealed shut. Yeah, and they can't take you it know? off because they've never they haven't discovered their creative yeah. fulfillment yet or something. You yeah, know? and so. like that's that's from like looking at a brain from like you know a. What's it called? Like a psychoanalyst? 
Somebody who actually yeah. looks at brainwave mm-hmm. patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the creatives or something. And, yeah, that the creatives and the mentally deranged have mm-hmm. very similar brain patterns. Yeah. And psychologists too, I'm sure yeah, yeah. also study that shit too. Because it's not like yeah. I'm saying, nope, some people just want to make art, like and some people don't want to make any at no. all. That's not true. Of course that's not true. Yeah. That's why I said you can't put people in two groups. No. For the sake of the conversation, we put two people in people in two groups. To make a point. Everybody's yeah. got a little bit of everything in them. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But there is kind of like and I think uh, the best part way to summon it sum it up is like you reach that age where you understand death finally. Mm-hmm. Like you actually understand it. Yeah. You know, like you'll see a bird die or something when you're really, really little, like mm-hmm. three. You don't really get it. Mm-hmm. You know, but once you reach like eight or nine, seven, and, it and then like, yeah, yeah, something dies that you actually understand. Yeah. And now you have the idea of death in your head for the first time mm-hmm. that it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, I just lost my point on that. Uh, shit. Uh, no. Such a stoner thing. Um, well, I mean, to your, I think what you're trying to make at was that, uh, at some point you make a realization that yes. fulfillment is something that you need exactly. to have okay. and it's yeah. part of your bu- mind. My you fucking know? stoner ass. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, hey, yeah. So, so you realize what death is, right? Huh. And then people kind of veer off into either, uh, following and understanding their place in society mm-hmm. taking their place in society and surviving off their heroisms mm-hmm. you know paying their bills on time mm-hmm. raising a family successfully you know and then the other people they realize that it's all kind of bullshit mm. and they think wow right. this is dumb i'm gonna die no matter what so i'm gonna get what i want out of this world and universe right 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 you know so it's like that's kind of what i mean by the creatives and the non mm-hmm. is like the non-creatives which are still creatives are the people who are like i'll all you know i understand we're gonna die at one point i have my uh purpose and duty to the universe to give mm-hmm. and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be a welder you know what i'm right. saying and then i'm gonna raise a family to and i'm gonna family. raise them right mm-hmm. and if my kids go to college mm-hmm. and they have kids then i'll die happy yeah and then the other people go Holy fuck, dude, we're all going to die? What's the point of any of this? This is so stupid. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do the biggest possible. I'm going to sing. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fucking write rap lyrics. I'm going to do what I fantasize about. I'm going to tell dick jokes. As a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, And those people, they if they were to just sit there in a room, if you put them in a room, I think they'd go nuts. I think mm-hmm. they go crazy. Yeah, and they it's, die. it's kind of like star chasing for those people. Yeah, you know, to a degree, not necessarily spotlight chasing, because I think that's a different thing. True. You know, stardom can be something that you have that's not necessarily. Maybe that's maybe that's a poor analogy because stardom. No, I, I, I guess I see means, what you mean because I think being in the spotlight is different. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like the way when I think of stardom, I guess in, in showbiz that meant you were the star of the show. Yeah. But in my mind now, when I when I'm speaking of you want to become a star legacy i think of yeah like you know like you're a star in the sea of the night sky you know you're there people can see you but you blend in and you've made your legacy as you said you know spotlighting as being the sun Right, exactly. Amongst all those you other know, stars, that's only the one, the only one you could see at daytime. Yeah, and those creatives that crave the content creation, the entertainment, the whatever that that usually because entertainment usually kind of routes into most of that kind of big level content creation. You know, yeah. Um, I, yeah, you, I think you just 
people need to have that when you're a creative, you know, mm -hmm. but also on the opposite side too, uh, fulfillment in the creative sense and everything. Sometimes just having a fucking kid is, is that for a lot of people, you yes. know, like, cause you're molding a perfect image of what you think you sh a kid should be or what a yeah. good person should be. You know, it's yeah. many you really. You're kind of almost looking at when you have a kid. Yeah. You're almost looking at your kid like, all right, I have all the answers now. So I'll load this one up with everything I know and then they'll do it perfect. Yeah. And, but then the kid's looking at Which you is never like, the truth, but yeah. fuck you, asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't know shit. Which is a different game when I actually yeah. have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's sometimes people's or individual's fulfillment there is having a child, yeah. you know? So. But I do think some people, and I think a lot of people, like I said, you know, like we obviously see it with our welfare system. Mm -hmm. A lot of people would take the chill out and do nothing every day and they right. would take their happiness from playing video games mm -hmm. getting trophies yeah platinuming a game yeah you know? yeah and just fucking hanging out man yeah you know? just every day chilling i wonder i mean I, I think this would be a hard question to ask any parent you know but i feel like it's like hey like if you could go back and be like yeah instead of having a family you could just do what you want work your job nine to five and then just do have every day to yourself and freedom to do whatever you want you know yeah. like would you take that if you have the opportunity and i'm sure most people would be like no because i love yeah. my child blah 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 I would you say, know yeah, no for the most part but it's like uh is that an argument of moral standard because mm. i don't want to feel like i don't want to say i wouldn't want want my child you know or is that out of genuinely like i am so happy i had a child that even if this was a completely different, even this, if the child that I had was not, say this one is a good egg and the next one, I if it had a different one, it was chaos child. Yeah, you, you know, Chad Hanks and then the Chad I would Hanks. still have that child yeah. over the freedom of the other choice. You know, yeah. like, is it that or is it the moral standing that I would never take my child for anything? You know, because I get that there is some sort of chemical reaction for people both men and females to to reproduce and when you have that child to you know like uh you almost go whack yeah, in the yeah. face with that microphone um i get that you um that there's a need to have that child right but yes chemically as a non-parent you know mm -hmm. the the world like status you know like fucking all the bullshit oh, we're overpopulated like yeah. uh, all the problems that the world has you know i'm not personally ready for a child like and everyone says you're not no one's personally ready but i just don't for some for some reason everyone has the stigma that like if you're eventually you'll get the baby bug you know yeah. you'll man or uh, female uh you eventually get the oh i want to have a chick kid really bad you know yeah. and i just kind of don't buy it really because uh -huh. they're like you should be any minute now you should just be craving for a baby and i'm just like uh i that must be a female thing or i think that's more of a bullshit female thing. you but know I, I, I will say at big david's wedding uh that was the first time i met nico's first son miles mm-hmm mm -hmm. And uh, I held him. I think he was like one, maybe even younger. Mm -hmm. And I held him for like an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, like during all the toastings, I held Miles. And like, I remember like looking at him and holding him. And like, that was the first time I ever kind of like felt like that love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Protection. Because, yeah. Because, yeah, you know, I cared a lot about Nico. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I care about his firstborn son. Yeah, like, yeah. I was ready. I would murder anybody that got near him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so that was, I, that was the first time I felt that 
primal instinct to have one. Maybe that's it. I didn't hold yeah. the kid and go, I need a kid right now, but I did hold the kid and be like, oh, yeah, like it's it's powerful what I feel towards this kid right now to keep it happy and yeah. safe. So that must be what like, people yeah. talk about then. Like it's yeah. weird how much I want this thing to be happy and okay because it's not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, And I also think that uh, in a way, right, having a family is way more fulfilling uh-huh. and it's easier right it's so much easier to just come in somebody and have a family yeah and then get all the fulfillment from raising the fucking kid yeah, yeah chasing yeah. stardom is crazy yes it is what we're doing is crazy yes it is you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. this is when you think of the numbers and the odd chances yes yes yeah. like if you really look at it and how long on um, your chances of even surviving yeah for how long it's even gonna if take you, you to suddenly get become you successful yeah yeah like yeah it's nuts it seems wasteful to some, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could see why a family is so much easier and more fulfilling mm-hmm. because you didn't really do anything to do that. You know, you just left it in, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, also just like the growing of the child, it's the same idea. It's like where yeah. the business is the child, yeah. you know, it's the seeing something become something over time. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, we all know degenerates. Yes. That had kids super young and yes. maybe even didn't like, and maybe even didn't grow up. Mm-hmm. And they're still getting that full love and fulfillment of having their child. Right. They could have never amounted to anything. Yeah. And turned out still a piece of shit that shouldn't even have the kid. Mm-hmm. And they still get the fulfillment. Right. Where you can be morally strong and have a strong work ethic mm-hmm. and talent and be willing to put in the hours. And you're still massively gambling towards stardom. Yeah. And you might yeah. not ever fucking get it. And then, yeah. you know, like hopefully you don't die bitter about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you never fulfilled it. Right. When you could just come in somewhere. Right. It's true. You could and just, just dump a, a load. And just have the... Yeah, I mean, it's the you know easier... easier it is to not pull out? It's the... Yeah, it is the easier question. Oh, I mean, yeah. the options, excuse me, you know? Yeah. Especially when you come from an era where... That was the social norm, you know, mm-hmm. have a family, make children, the uh, one family member, usually the male back then, but now it's either side, but one yeah. member of the family, often both have to make some decent money, you know, and you just commit the next several uh, years to your child, you yeah. know, at least until they're 18, yeah. right? And ideally, in some, And in some sense, right? still, even after they're 18. Right. And then... Once you finally have the kid out, the, that once that project, quote, quote unquote, is finally done, you know, then the only thing really that you have time to worry about is your retirement. You know, yes. you're in your mid 50s by then, usually, mm-hmm. you know, and ideally you are probably like, all right, that ambition is put to rest. Now, either I invest in my career if I haven't already or I'm way too tired of working for the 40, 50 years already, yeah. and I'm going to retire, you Bro, know? And yes. that's, your life's gone, you well, know? Well, think about this, right? Like, especially if you're just the average Californian, mm-hmm. right? Because out here, it's a little different. Right. Uh, if you're looking to have a kid, and you want to have good money, and you want to have a career... You fucking move. You're more likely, <laughs> yeah. But you're more likely to get it well into your 30s or 40s. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we right. talked about earlier, like adolescence now has extended from 18 to 30. Mm -hmm. It's like more than common for you to be a 30 year old that lives with your parents Mm -hmm. more often where we live 
people right. that we graduated with 10 years ago, most of them are still living with their parents. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's just because, you know, it's kind of fucking wild out here. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. You know, um, job market is fucking competitive and also just not paying well, usually. Yeah. Unless you're in IT or something or in an expensive trade. Yeah. So I know. feel like uh, to have one responsibly is becoming more and more difficult out here. Yeah. But people will just yeah. come at each other. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, I mean, humans fuck, dude. You see way more you know? people having kids irresponsibly than they do responsibly. Yeah. But think about this, though. Like, let's say you have a kid mm. and you are not doing well, right? You're not right. already established in your career. Right. You know, like, let's say you still worked at fucking Starbucks and I still worked at fucking Target, right? Mm-hmm. And we both, and we're this age, about to be 30, and we're about to have a kid. Mm-hmm. We're not going to make good enough money that that motherfucker is going to move out when no, they're 18. No. You know what I'm saying? Right. Gonna, we're going to be 30 when they move out, which mm-hmm. means we're going to be 60 mm-hmm. when they fucking move out. Yeah. And that, you know, that's like a fucking, I mean, I guess a kid's a commitment for life, but yes. like that's a legitimate like, all right, you're done. Like it's yeah. about this person now. Like it's their yeah. turn. And part of me always kind of felt like that was giving up. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's Yeah. Giving up is a harsh term, right? Because you don't want to make somebody feel bad because they had a kid and they had to give up. Right, and that's not the truth at all. Yeah. Right, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Because you, you know? can, and you can have a kid and still pursue whatever the fuck you want to pursue. You can risk fucking the kid up doing that. Right. You know. Or whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. you know, like if you want to be a comedian, right? If I want to be a comedian, mm-hmm. and a lot of that is going out and traveling on the road. Never being home. Yeah. yeah. So if I was to have a child, it would be like, well, do I want to be there for this child and give up on this? Mm-hmm. Uh, or do I want to keep doing this to hopefully make something for the child? But they're just going to see that you were gone the whole time and they probably won't even appreciate it. Yeah. Even if you did do good by them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just kind of yeah. how the world works, really. Yeah. You know? So like, so part of me always kind of felt like. Well, you know, if you had a kid, you're giving up because now it's about the kid. Because mm-hmm. morally, the kid becomes comes before me, right? right. Like, right. Uh, like if I were personally to have a child, and I know everybody would say this, yeah. not everybody would mean it, but you know, you, it's not about you anymore. Correct. You know. Yep. So to me, that was always just like, well, I guess life is over. Right. That part of you is over. Right. You know, the part of you that had big dreams and aspirations, the part of your inner child is now your child. Yes. You yeah. know? Yeah. The inner child in you that wanted things needs to go to sleep. Yeah. Because there's a real child now. Who needs things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now that's your inner child now. Mm-hmm. So you don't fund into that other shit anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's like a weird thing to think about letting go of. Yeah. Because you you'll still have hobbies. You'll still have parts of, of course. you that you enjoy. You'll you have know, moments. That I, I, I feel like we're triggering parents who like had Hurt parents. people's you feelings. Know? It's, like, it's like, look, like... I'm, we're not saying that like become, having a child means you're no longer you. No. It's that having a child, it becomes part of your identity is that you're a parent, you know? Yes. Like, that's the thing. And uh, in order to have that identity be taken over and everything, you have to make time and sacrifices for the kid because you're a good fucking parent, you yeah. know? So when you are going or at least aiming for something that takes 110% your effort where you can't put in like a new big commitment like a child you know like 
yeah, you have to make some decisions. Do I keep pursuing this crazy career? Yeah. There's ambitions that I've had that I've wanted to f- for the fulfillment that I need, you know, yeah. because I've wanted, I grew up wanting to not be a doctor or an engineer. I grew up wanting to be a fucking newscaster or a musician yeah. or yeah, the whatever, guy, yeah. you know, like, uh, and I think when parents hear people say that, having a child means I have to give up part of who I am and they get upset. And I'm like, I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm attacking you. Like no. if, if you had, if you had a kid and you didn't change anything about your life, good for you, bro. Yeah, you know, pretty dope. but to assume that is everybody is unfair, yes. you know, like, cause some, some people want less or more than what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's to assume that everyone should just have a child by proxy because that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, I think it's old. There's too many of us. I think it's an old way of thinking. Yeah, you know. Plus, also when it comes back to the creatives Mm -hmm. versus the you know nine to fivers. Yeah, or a more flattering term for them because it sounds (laughs) passive aggressive when I say it. Yeah, even though I'm envious of it. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. uh, I think like for them having a kid is the most fulfilling thing ever, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think for creatives, it's scary. Because what if now, like, let's say, again, you worked at that Target job. You're not going to have time to do all your creative shit now. Now you probably need a second job. Yeah. Being realistic, yeah, if, if you work at, like, a retail store for barely over minimum wage. In Bay Area. And you're going to have a child in the Bay Area. Yeah. You're probably going to need a second job. Yeah. Life's not going to be easy for you. And then you should probably spend time with the child between the two jobs and sleeping with whatever mm-hmm. free time you have left. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, doing... The creative stuff is going to have to maybe even go away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what scares me mm-hmm. is because I have to pour out that cup. Right. My cup, it right. doesn't have a cap on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, like how often people are going nuts from that. Or, or I wonder if it, like, shuts off in a way where, like, you're just so overwhelmed with love that you're not really worried about it anymore. Yeah. You know, like what if what if you have a child and you're so happy now you don't want to put out a hip hop album? It's true. You know what you I'm know? saying? And then you're more than content with that, you know, yeah. and then your life becomes that child. I think that's beautiful and it's more right. realistic I as think far as being happy. Our, I think that still proves our point though. Yeah. Because you're while yes, you are replacing that fulfillment that you needed, you're still getting the fulfillment that you need. You yes. know, you're replacing it one for the other, you but, know. But I do think that when you when you add up chasing stardom mm-hmm. and having a family, mm-hmm. that's when it's an issue. Right, you have to have a lot of money and already be successful for yes. a consistent family to exist. I feel like. You yeah, know? yeah. If you were to have a kid and then want to start in in, in an entertainment industry or something, it'd be difficult. It'd be a lot of work. You could do it. it it's you possible. Could do it. It's hard. It's, it's gonna be hard, that's, dude. It's not. You're not gonna be sleeping. Yeah. But it's possible, yeah. obviously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it all depends on how you add up your hours. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, Every, And everyone thinks, like, oh, I could do it. I'm like, Psh. you think you can do it until you start working 80 to 100 hours a week, you yeah. know, because that's what it takes to hit stardom and have a consistent newborn that's, like, happy and yeah. well taken care of, yeah, you know? Yeah, fed and yeah. clothed yeah. and shit. And that you don't go insane, because yeah. I'm sure... I'm sure between all of that chaos, you're going to need to find a couple hours of silence to not like yeah. literally tear your eyeballs out. Yeah. You know, you can <laughs> skip a meal once or twice a week. Yeah. To, to <laughs> live on the road doing comedy. Yeah. Your child can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially for you exactly. to go live on the road doing comedy. A hundred percent. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So, the, I mean, it's possible. It's just you have to be. And, and if anything, 
that really sorts out the people who thought they were invested versus the people who are really yeah. meant to do this. It's true. It's true. Because if you can fight through it, then this is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Chris Stefano. Shout out Chris Stefano. He had a child a couple of years back, a baby girl, mm-hmm. and uh, it terrified him because, you know, I he's bet. still a young comic. Yeah. You know, he's not really a big name. He's not really known by many people. Mm-hmm. He's hilarious. You know, shout out again, Chris Stefano. But, like, there was part of him that was just like, well, I have this daughter. I can't do this anymore. Like, right. But he kept trying. He worked really fucking hard, and, you know, he's doing both. Uh, yeah, you, you know, know, and uh, he had a platform kind of, too, already, didn't he, when he had the child? Uh, Yes. Yeah. yeah. He had already done, I think, Benders. So that helped, I'm sure. And he did Guy Code. Not to downplay uh, his work, because I'm sure it was still extremely difficult, you I'd know? say a lot of comics but still would have fallen off. But like, again, it, that's, that's proof that, like, especially if you don't have something to start, and you have a kid, and then you want to start your ambitions, you yeah. know? Oof, dude! Like that's that's a tall order, dude. Yeah. Like that's not. And again, like I think everyone wants to have that like go getter attitude. Like, oh, I'm um, I could fucking put in all the hours and grind down hard and everything. But I, it's not that easy, bro. Like, oh, yeah. there's Even- very few people who have the willpower because it's one thing just to go and be physical and work hard in your body yeah. and everything, but to mentally drain yourself and exercise you uh growing yourself not only yeah. in an entertainment medium but in a business sense you know that's gonna be tired and you're yeah. gonna be tired from just having the kid well it's know? also yeah and it's like it's also it's like there's a difference between being a body on a set that's being filmed mm-hmm. and the person whose name everybody remembers yeah you know what i'm saying you yeah. go see a tom cruise movie there's a hundred actors involved with that, right? Including all the extras. Mm-hmm. Whose name do you fucking remember? Tom Cruise. Yeah, maybe yeah. one or two other people. Yeah, maybe the B you know story saying? character so, that you really liked. Like yeah. nowadays, like there's such a flooded market. Even having a platform, unless you're like the shining star, can mean absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It used to be huge if you got yeah. on something like a Comedy Central present special. Mm-hmm. Now your numbers don't change. Yeah. Like it's almost like it wasn't watched. Like you. I've heard so many comedians in particular, and I'm sure it's worse with music. Sure. Because yeah, oh, there's oh, yeah. way more musicians oh, yeah. than there are comedians. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, with comedians, I've heard plenty of times where, like, they'll go on a big show and nothing happens for them. Their their numbers don't get better. Mm-hmm. They don't see, like, they, it's, you know, they, they think they're going on, like, the Tonight Show, right? Or they go on the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. and they think, all right, this is it. I made it. I'm on Conan. This is it. I yeah. fucking did it. Uh, after yeah. tonight, I'm going to wake up and have... I'm going to go from 400 to 400,000 Instagram followers. Yeah. And then they go on Conan and then they kill it. And then they barely see any in, any interest mm-hmm. on their page because the people weren't there yeah. for you. They were there for Conan. Yeah. You know, they came for a Tom Cruise movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like. And you might be in the limelight. Here yeah. And there. So even if you had here. that platform first, like unless you killed it, you got to still be working really fucking yeah. hard and like. That shit's scary. So yeah, shout out dude. Chris Stefano because he's yeah, dude. one of the many examples of those people who uh, pushed through it. Louis J. Gomez, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he had he had baby James, and he was just like a fucking street vendor selling comedy club tickets. Yeah. Shout out to all those parents, too, that uh, had big ambitions but put them aside for their child, too. That's you know? respectable Like, uh, Yeah, like, in no ways am I looking down at parents who set everything aside to become a parent. You yeah. know, that's like... I. Uh, I'm not much of a one who to want children, 
Mm-hmm. But one quote that I completely understand, you know, especially, I mean, like I said, it applies if you had a good relationship with your parents, you yeah. know, but um, I would want to do for somebody what my mom did for me, you know, yeah, like that, the idea of literally giving like, unconditional love and r- raising something, you know, to always, well, as they grow, to know that they always have a safety net, you know, because I'm always there. Like that's what my mom did for me, you know. Yeah. And again, yeah, not yeah. not everyone has that luxury of that relationship with their parent, you know. That's but for sure. I understand that appeal, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I respect parents, you know. I just don't know if I have the will to set aside my own selfish desire yeah. to get higher and creative realms and, and worlds. That's, and that's you know? my thing is like I'm confident that I would, mm-hmm. and that's why it scares me. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I would just drop it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't want to drop it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the dream. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, my parents, you know, we weren't we weren't poor, but we didn't have money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we lived in a house, but it was in a shitty neighborhood on the right. train tracks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had clothes for school, mm-hmm. but friends. it was, like, you know, yeah. four or five shirts that I'm rotating every day mm-hmm. uh, throughout the whole year. Like, yeah. Like, we weren't fucked. Right. We weren't doing great. No. You know what I'm saying? And I would want, if I had a kid, I'd want to do great. Yeah. Which means I would give up on the gambles. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'd put my cards down as right. far as comedy goes because it's like it's a gamble and I wouldn't be worth, I wouldn't be willing to put a child through the gamble. Yeah. I'm willing to put myself through the gamble. Yes. I honor, yes. To like yeah. A million times over, yes. Yeah. You know, I will never jeopardize my future child's, again, if I have one. Yeah. Uh, is possible future. You know, I always will choose the sure route for them, you yeah. know, not f- for them, but you know what I'm saying. You know, like, uh, I just, there's so many uncertainties with entertainment, you know? Yeah. It's like being a gigging musician, you know? Like, uh, even if you're in film or TV or news or whatever, like, you're real. Well, I guess news is a little bit more consistent, but you get the point. You know, you're always looking for the next contract, the next thing that's going to make you money, you know? Actors, I think it's like, what, 1% of actors actually make a living acting? Yeah. That's assuming you have a good agent also who can find you shit, too, because otherwise you're finding all that yourself, bro. And then nowadays with cancel cultures, you're really fucking taking things online. Because if you think about it, right, everybody has a platform now. Mm-hmm. Everybody could say whatever they want. We can upload this podcast every week and say whatever the fuck we want. We've said some wild things on the show. We say much wilder shit on City Bump. Yeah, but also this has taken but, this episode has taken a wholesome turn. So yes, it's kind of but, a good balance. Yeah. But at the same time, where we can do that and everybody can have a platform, it can also all be taken away. Yeah. You know? That's true. Like it it could just be taken. And the mm-hmm. website decides they don't like you. Right. They could just take it. Yeah. You know, like, you're gone. You're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, or like some, some, uh, God forbid, but a major disaster happens where thousands yeah. of dollars of gear goes up in flames yeah. or somehow and the you shadow don't banning. have the money for it. You yeah. know, yeah. like, you get robbed. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, shit happens. The gamble on, yeah, stardom through entertainment. Uh, yeah. I think I could subject myself to it. I don't think I could subject others. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, as you climb the ladder, I, I don't know how true it is, but I feel like it's pretty true. Um, as you climb the ladder, your the target on your back gets bigger too. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you you gain allies, but you also gain people who may or may not. You probably get way more enemies than allies because mm-hmm. of just people who are bitter, or you know? even just people who th- view you as a challenge to what their to their well, stuff. Well, you know, here's the thing about like comedy in particular, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, with music, you can respect. A little bit more, I think, Mm -hmm. 
because like they're making sounds that are making your brain chemicals fire off in certain ways. So it makes you kind of more like, oh, my God, you're wonderful. With comedians, I think a lot of people hate them deep down. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't mean they hate them as in they're not going to laugh at their jokes. I think they hate them in the sense that a comedian is probably one of the most freest things as a human you could be doing in America. Yeah. Your life is traveling around, talking about your dick. You know, like, you know what a comedian does? They travel to the city that they're going to go perform in. They dick around until like eight or nine o'clock at night. They go up on stage for like an hour and then that's it. Yeah. Now there's a lot of writing, life experiences, disappointment, Mm -hmm. being told no, and a lot of shit along the way. Yeah, those work behind the scenes. But people don't see that. Mm -hmm. They just see a guy talking about his dick who's comfortable making a lot of money. So they're angry about it. Mm -hmm. But he's also somehow making everyone laugh, he or she. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like... I think uh, when it comes to being like a comedian in particular, people don't respect it. They more like enviously hate it because they want it. Mm-hmm. They want that freedom. Mm-hmm. They want to be, well, everybody talks about their dick. Yeah. Every dude talks yeah. about his fucking dick at one point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're going to talk about it to their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk about it to their boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's making dick jokes. Why does this guy get to get paid to make dick jokes? Well, yeah. because he fucking suffers. Yeah. Because he's told no every day mm-hmm. a thousand times. And then one time he was told yes, and you happened to be there. Mm-hmm. And it went okay. Yeah. And he made $70. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, like, that's enough for him to get gas to the next place that he's going. He's going to sleep in his car yeah. for 10 to 15 to 20 years. Yeah. And then you get your Ron White. Yeah. Yeah. You I was say, there's, there's the, there's the 10,000, literally the 10,000 hours of, performing to either empty bars or bombing bars or backyard fucking parties you know like to get that one hour and a half special finally yeah and it might not even do well right right you might like i think theo vaughn said like you know he had his first special on netflix and it barely did anything for him Mm -hmm. you know and like Mm -hmm. what i was saying earlier like back in the day it used to mean something if you got a comedy central special yeah now it doesn't do anything so imagine eating shit for 15 years Finally getting yeah. a Netflix special and noticing that nothing changed for you. Yeah, and you're still in the same fucking spot. Because somebody typed in stand-up, and I bet your name didn't come up. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Somebody typed in stand-up, and there was, between the three of them, 15 specials just between Rogan, Segura, and Bill Burr. Right. Your name didn't even, they don't, the list wasn't long enough for your name to make mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, dude. It's, it's. Because then you're talking B-list to A-list, right, yes. as far as uh, celebrities or entertainers, mm-hmm. you know. And there are B-list people who make a comfortable living, you know, doing their thing, yeah. right. But people also forget that B-list people are not just doing stand-up. They're dipping, like the conversation we had earlier today, you know. Yeah. They're dipping their fingers in multiple pies. They have multiple sources of income yeah. through the entertainment means but it's not just stand up. Then you get to the A list people who can literally just have a special yeah. that will sell out all online streaming, also in person, you yeah. know, and they do that a couple times a year and that's their income for the year yeah. on top of everything else. And you think know? about how little the number of those people there are. There's not very many. Yeah. Like, how many comedians yeah. can sell out Madison Square Garden that are alive right now? 
Yeah. You know, Kevin yeah. Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart, Gabriel Iglesias, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Big one. Dave Chappelle's big one. Uh, maybe maybe oh, Jim Gaffigan. I think Jim can do it. Yeah. Maybe Jim would need some promotion for sure. Maybe Brian Regan. Yeah. But I mean as far as like the biggest stadiums, that's like, you know, I don't think I can name ten comedians that are alive today that can do that. So yeah. th- like Think about how small of a percentage. And you need consistency too, because like there's like the uh, equivalent of one hit wonders for band, but for comedians, you know, like the Joe Coys that had quite a few. He's had like a handful, uh, handful of them specials specials that did really well. But I'm not sure he would sell out Madison Square Garden and everything and DVDs and stuff. No, and they try sometimes. You know, know, they have a smaller room. He would sell. Yeah, but he's not. I wouldn't qualify Joe Coy as an A-list comedian, like up there with the greats, you yeah. know, or not even, the, not even the greats, because then that's another conversation, you know. Yeah. But yeah. no, you I know would, what I'm saying. I would know? say the majority of comedians, <laughs> like yeah. the successful B-list comedians, they might have like a, they might rent a house and have a podcast. Yeah, and do, you know, they're not, they're not living lavishly. Some mounts. Yeah, they've got a Toyota. Yeah, you know they live the same yeah. as probably like a waiter. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but I would say your average comedian's probably not making a lot of fucking yeah. money. Maybe they were smart and they have their actual homestead on the East Coast, but yeah. make their money in in the West Coast on traveling and stuff. Yeah, or they're know? buying property like, and renting it along yeah. the way and doing Airbnbs it's, and shit. It's like, not as simple as as the bigger A list comedians no. walking up doing a couple shows and then being like cool and now i can just exist for a year yeah i don't think especially out here i don't think you can just float around doing stand-up and survive mm -hmm. anymore yeah and then and to wrap it all around i think because people expect why they hate the a-list they think that like oh like all comedians are like these a-list celebrities that they just don't do dick and they make a shit ton of money and just like well first of all those a-list comedians went through a lot like we were just saying yeah and then people who meet the B-list comedians that like just automatically lump them with the rest. I'm like that motherfucker's hustling probably yeah. right now. You know, like yeah. that fool is probably working his ass off right now. What are you talking about, <laughs> yeah. dog? Like I don't like. And like I, I again, I'm not a comedian, but I can just I I almost can understand and feel the frustrations of being a comedian that's starting to gain some names and maybe you get some people that recognize you and go yeah. like they start testing their own jokes on you or like uh they start talking to you and trying to be funny and then they realize you're not as funny in person or something yeah. and just like bro like what are you doing you well, know that, like that and there's this like this awe with tv yeah that if you see somebody on the tv yeah you just assume that they're rich and they're doing great right yeah and yeah. more nine times out of ten that's not the case no Right, not anymore, just because you see you saw this guy as an extra in a movie and you recognized his face, mm-hmm. doesn't mean he's got a mansion. Yeah, you know, yeah. if anything, or he even got like paid, a nice house. Yeah, he yeah. might have gotten paid like eight to ten grand. Yeah, tops if he had yeah. lines and yeah. it was a huge movie. More likely, he got paid a hundred dollars and he signed a clipboard to be an extra. Yeah, you he know, got he's enough not money to pay it. for his cat's fucking food yeah. for a couple he, months. He didn't even want to do it. He was desperate. Yeah, and dude. that's the biggest break he's ever had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. more often than not, you fail in this industry. Yeah, it, that's weird when you think about it. Like in industry like that too, like uh, movies, comedians, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, not not even news and all that stuff is separate. Like getting breaks is like a big motivation for people. Yeah, 
doing the stardom chasing, the actors, the directors, the comedians, which again stacks into this theme that chasing stardom's fucking crazy. You yeah, know, it's dumb. like it's it literally doesn't make dumb. any sense. You're you you're know? setting yourself up to be so disappointed. Yeah. In the hope that you're going to be the one in ten to twenty thousand that might do good enough, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Like if you want to be a Kevin Hart, probably kill yourself because <laughs> damn, because you're going to die bitter. Yeah, you are. Gonna, that's a special well, human being. Yeah, if you if that is your goal to be a Kevin Hart and that's your only goal, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be really disappointed. Yeah, that's you know a, that's it's, a, it's, he's a different kind of human. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has a different kind of work ethic. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's incredibly talented. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's like, in, he was in all the right spots, the right time yeah, when he needed to yeah, be. He's personal. You know? He's friendly. Yeah, dude. He's not intimidating. Right. You, you know? know, like it's just like yeah. yeah. No, I mean, this guy would just be a bummer, you know. And yeah. then to wrap it back fully, I think that that cashier was looking at me and he noticed that I was thinking about all these things and he was like, "You should just be gay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's play pickleball. I can see the the swirl of chaos in your blue eyes, boy. Yeah, let me yeah. show you the world. Can I tell you about pickleball? <laughs> no, yeah. bocce. How about bocce? You like bocce? Yeah, I forgot that we started on that conversation. Yeah. I don't even know how we got into uh, gay entertainment. Stuff? Oh, entertain- shit I don't and know. Everything. Having children somehow? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We but have I, to listen back for sure. Yeah, but that guy would have hit the jackpot, bro. He was. Yeah, you know, he was smart. He there's was a possibility. He had good taste. You know, yeah, Honestly, indeed. He knew indeed. what was up. He's like this guy. Yeah. I could see him having something going on in the future. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got something going on. Yeah. Uh, all right, where are we in this shit? I got a fun uh, story We're for over us. an hour, I'm sure, at this point. Whoa. Yeah, it were an hour and eight minutes. All right, well. <laughs> so. oh, Jesus. All right, so I got tarred toe. Let's talk oh, about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. I talked about City Bumpkins. not going to come out for weeks. By that time, it's going to be over anyway. Yeah, yeah. So my left foot, that one's plain and simple. I work for... Uh, an air conditioning co- company called Box of Breezies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we d- we install cold air for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our logo is like a little snowflake in a box. And he's like opening the box like he was in it. And then he just became like animated. And like, like, like he is opened he, his coffin it's like it's gift. nighttime for a vampire. And he just came to life and then opened the box. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. a weird, yeah, it's a weird company. But So we installed, yeah. you know, air conditioners. And I dropped one of those big motherfuckers on my foot. Yeah, ow. And those things are huge. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Big ow, yeah. dude. So I crushed my left big toe. Now my right big toe, apparently, and this is coming from a doctor, is retarded. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. My right toe has been look, diagnosed with Asperger's. Now look, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain Autism, this because this isn't gonna make sense until I explain it all the way. Okay, so we're gonna start here. Okay, my left leg, uh. my quadricep muscle is short. So instead of as we were lifting a lot in high school, because mm-hmm. you know we were meatheads. Yes. Instead of my muscle lengthening as I was tearing it apart and rebuilding it. It actually went the other way, and it kind of like grew in on itself. It went the wrong way, so it's mm, short. Interesting. It's connected, but it's short, mm-hmm. which basically means that it's always inflamed. So oh. I have a Charlie horse every time that I'm standing. Oh no! Yeah, and it's been like that for oh, ten years. Oh my god! Yeah. and you just you just dealt with it this entire yeah. time. Like you remember uh. how you know I'm always just been like, yeah, my leg hurts yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. because I literally the the doctor described it as. 
a 10-year severe cramp. Yikes. And when he was explaining it, it all makes sense. You know, he was just like, I bet you have good days and bad days. And I was like, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. He's, yeah. yeah. So I constantly have leg cramps. It, makes, my left leg. it all makes sense now. It all does. Yeah. And 100%. And, uh, Fuck, dude. So because of that, I put way more weight on my right leg. Uh-huh. Now, I have, I have calluses on my big toes. Right. So that means when my toe is hitting the ground... Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily level. It's going to be raised on one side. Mm-hmm. So instead of going down flat, it's going down kind of diagonal, which means the weight is rolling it. Ah, okay. You know, okay. I so see. then what happens is you buy shitty cheap shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because nobody wants to spend $150 on shoes. On shoes, yeah. Uh so I was I was run I was under a house. And I was kind of jogging to get some tools. Uh-huh. You know, this guy had a pretty dope crawl space. Yeah. Uh, I was jogging to get tools. And what happens is that my foot hits the ground. My toe rolls to the left or to the right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then the shoe bends and it jerks the toe up and sprains it. <laughs> so my stupid <laughs> foot sprains itself on the regular. <laughs> Uh, this has been happening for years. Wait till your toe is so you've been spraining your big toe without realizing it for a long time? Yeah. What? Yeah. So okay, it's been happening for a few years, right? So every now and then I'll just take a weird step. You know, sometimes it's on an exercise bike, sometimes it's when I'm running, sometimes it's literally just walking. It'll just be a weird step. You know what I'm saying? I won't trip. I won't stub my toe on nothing. It'll just be like I'm walking from point A to point B. And all of a sudden, on one of those steps, I get a crazy pain in my big toe. Oh, my God. And then for a week to two weeks, my big toe fucking hurts. (laughs) And I've just been surviving that. You know, I've just been like, whatever. You should just assume that your body is just fucking malfunctioning. I thought, and you know, you go WebMD and shit. I thought I had gout. Oh, yeah. I thought I had diabetes. That's like, you don't go on WebMD for anything, dog. You sneeze, look that shit up. It's like, yeah, you got gonorrhea, bro. (laughs) Just like, what? You got fucking colon cancer. And it happens. This is what happens is you get the cancer in your colon and it ends up fucking with your nerves and it makes you sneeze a lot. So if you're sneezing, you definitely have cancer in your colon. That's fucking WebMD. But, uh, got itch in your eye? Cancer. Yeah. So like Sorry, maybe bro. I got gout. Maybe I got diabetes. Maybe I got turf toe. Nope. Fucking toe's just stupid. <laughs> just goes the wrong way sometimes. Sprains itself. Yeah. It's just having yeah. some hard times apparently. Yeah. It's like, it's like a kid. My toe is the equivalent to a child who keeps burning itself on soup. That's how I wow. feel about it. Yeah, like it, yeah. it doesn't learn. You just never. You just keep going for the pot. Yeah, like, every time. And like I, I just you know I didn't have an answer for the longest time. I didn't have medical insurance. Like mm-hmm. we popped bottles on the show right. when I did finally get it because it had been like ten years since I had it. Right. So like right. now I'm just like you know what fuck it. My toe hurts. I'm paying for insurance. I'm mm-hmm. going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like at first he's like, oh, what happened here? And I start to explain it, and then he's breaking it down, and in my head it's like light bulbs going off. <laughs> You're like, "Oh, he's son like, of a bitch!" He's like, "Your toe is flexing too hard because this callus on the side is so big." And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> and my left leg's retarded, so because my left leg is retarded, my right toe is retarded. They're working <laughs> against they're each other. They're compensating against each yeah, other. Yeah. My body is fighting itself. It's like it's like petty. It's like fucking Quentin Tarantino not giving his mom uh, money. Yeah, it's literally so attacking itself. Is that leftover from when you were get, when you were a big old boy? 
the quadricep thing? Uh, that and the calluses. The, the calluses, positive. I think, is from yeah. being a big old boy. Yeah. I think it's also from not wearing the size same the right size shoes. Oh right. Because I don't mean that'll do it. I don't know my fucking suit. You know, I'm mm-hmm. somewhere between a ten and a half and a twelve and a half. <laughs> That's yeah. how I do shoes, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, because yeah. like you know your feet swell. Yes. So you shop at the end of the day, you might buy a bigger shoe. Yep. You know, or you shop at the beginning of the day, you might buy a smaller shoe. Yep. And then like some shoes it's are just weird. But it's true. Yeah, and then some shoes are just made differently. Converse in a 12 aren't as yeah, big as Air Maxes in a 12. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Vans are a little tighter than boots. They right. might both be a 12. But so, like, my dumb ass just puts on a shoe and I'm like, oh, it fits and it's cheap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Call good. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, apparently, yeah, I, I got to fucking, I got to get rid of these calluses on my toe, mm-hmm. which I didn't know that other people have. And then now my other toe's fucked up because I crushed it with an air conditioning yeah. unit. <laughs> yeah. So, so yesterday, extra problem. Yeah, I put my shoes on yesterday, and it's a double limp. You know what oh, I'm saying? It's, no. <laughs> it's, it's both feet in pain. My girlfriend's wondering why I look so pissed off. You know what I'm saying? She's like, "What's wrong? Are like, you stomping like, around but not actually stomping? What's happening yeah, here? Yeah, like, what's wrong with you? Like, but I, God the fuck? damn it, dude! So were you? Did it look like you were stomping, but you were just not trying to make any noise. It was because you were like dipping your knees in every time. It was more like a. Uh, I'm kind of like swaying <laughs> to move my body forward a little oh, bit more. You're like shimmying Like I'm around. putting a little bit more oomph <laughs> in, the, in the swing to get my legs in front of me. <laughs> like there's, yeah. like your legs are swinging outward horizontally yeah. instead of and just then, forward. And then followed by just a, just a look of general unhappiness. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just, 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 just not, uh, not a I, guy having a good time. I have a really like very gimpy image of you just swinging your leg like yeah. grabbing one leg and swinging it around forward and grabbing yeah. and swinging it forward, yeah, well, and you're just pissed off yeah, miserable dude. son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody's wondering why john's not so cheery he's got bl- both toes are blown out he does his toes spraining itself oh my god yeah, and then you gotta add on top of both toes being blown out yeah my left quad is always cramped Oh yeah, I'm. Mean, isn't that contributing to the toes too? It's, it is contributing yeah. to the toes. But so, do you need to take like a one of those massage thing, like roller things, and just crank out your fucking shin? Yeah, I'm supposed to be stretching day. it a lot. You, yeah, you probably need to be get one of those rolly things and just just fucking go I, to town. I need to get on one of leg, those like dude. legitimate like five hundred dollar uh, massage guns. Have oh, you seen the these vibrating thing. Yeah, the ones that yeah. they look like they're for porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but the, at the same the time, the ones that's a gun. Yeah, yeah, and it just yeah, because like the yeah. guy, you know, like uh, what you're doing is you're breaking down the muscle, and then you drink, like all these like enzymes or whatever is coming out, toxins, right? And then you drink water Fuck to flush water. it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like that's just a good way to break it all down yeah. and release it. I've watched physical therapy people take the just the hand roller. Oh, I thing, have one. Yeah, and Literally, they like destroy people's fucking shins, dude. Yeah, it's see, crazy. I have one of how those red things. Their legs get, and I try to use it, but it, like literally, like it's like bruising up your legs. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's you you have damaged, bruised muscle, you yeah. know. So as like literally, when they're doing it, then they're like just fucking just yeah. grinding down, dude. You can literally see people's legs go extremely red and then start to get dark on some spots, yeah. you know. And every time the physical therapist always pointed out, like, here's your ruptured muscle spot here, like where all the bumps are yeah. that get darker. Like, you can literally point out where all the damage is and shit, you know? So, there's, they, and they don't just 
10 minutes grind. They sit there and grind your fucking chin for like a half an hour. Oh, dude, yeah, they like, go deep. Just, just fucking. Bro, tells me. Uh, it looks so painful, bro. Today I was watching uh, corn remover videos. Corn remover? Yeah, because that's technically what it is on my foot. A corn is a callus. Oh, interesting. I, I, I thought produce. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like a corn is like a callus, but like a super callus. Interesting. And like, like I was, wa- I was just watching videos and I like this, see that. this doctor's getting in there with a knife. And there's like oh. a there's like a pit to it, like a spiky, dense pit. So he's like oh. going in on this person's foot with like a scalpel, and like oh, that's what I have on my toes. What the fuck, really? Yeah. And like, the bottom of my big toe, the one that's fucked, now it's like getting all fucked up on the bottom, so it's all swollen, and yeah. like another one's growing to compensate. A callus, but not one of those fucking corn things. No, though. one of those corn things. Oh. Because they that's what happens is they develop from too much friction and pressure. Okay. So because so I'm, does do callus just always become corn things? I or, don't think or so. Is, I think uh So are they separate from each other? I think they're not separate, but I think a corn is just more intense. I know a corn is a callus, hmm. but I think it's like that weed and hemp thing we said earlier. Like I think it's kind of the same thing, but they're not, you know? Like if you have calluses hmm. That doesn't necessarily you mean you have corns, mm-hmm. but if you have corns, that does mean you have gal- calluses. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, not all gay sex is butt sex, hmm. or not all. No, all all butt sex is no. <laughs> not all butt sex is gay, but all gay sex is butt sex. I don't know. It was in a uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, I just have dumb. I got dumb toes. I got a dumb leg. Asthma. Yeah, not, falling apart. not a good time, bro. Not a good time. Structurally, you know? we're going it's down. It's funny because you, you, you have a job that's physically demanding that will make you lose weight over time and get yeah. your body adjusted, you know, yeah. but potentially also might do more damage. Yeah, I'm going run. down. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, today I had to do, or the other day I had to do work on a fucking electrical box. Ooh. Because I'm an electrician that yeah. works for Sparky's uh, Box of Lightning. Yeah. And we, we go through and we wire up people's houses, install light yeah. bulbs. Yeah, Just the, the subsidiary is called Sparks and Plugs. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I was I was I was wiring up this electrical box, and my coworkers like, you see these two big bolts right here? Either one of those will shock you, and if you touch them both at the same time, you're fucked. And yeah. I was like, so why are we working on it? <laughs> like, <laughs> because no one else is going good. to. Yeah. Like, well, that's what we do. We're electricians. <laughs> well, fuck. Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking. Uh, I, got a, I got a screwdriver. I look like I got Parkinson's. I got yeah, like the extreme shake. Freaking out and yeah. shit. Trying to fucking unscrew a thing, like almost touching the bowl over and over again. John, you good? Yeah. And you turn, you're just fucking sweating. Sweat. <laughs> you're just fu- it's like a, It's a slow Hitchcock zoom in yeah. on your face and everything with like ambient noise zooming <laughs> yeah, in your head yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, I I could do that shit either with without like. Just be like, look, I need an actual answer of what needs to be doing, what needs to be happening. Yeah. And I know I need to know what's going to fucking kill me. I swear yeah. to God, if I get shocked and I lose an arm because of your ass, I'm fucking coming for yeah. you. <laughs> oh, dude, I've already been electrocuted once. Yeah. I burnt myself plenty yeah. of times. Yeah. Like, I, I, I got smashed your toe. I got fr- like refrigerant on my hand the other day. Oh, and it actually burns. It's, you. Yeah, it's acid. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, so, it's, it's just not fun, bro. Yeah, you take a lot of risks. Yeah, that's why know? they tell you to wear gloves on yeah. when you've been refrigerant in your car. I remember, like, when I saw the doctor, like, I went yesterday to figure out what was going on with the big toe. Yeah. That's why I know what's going on with the toe. Because uh-huh. I went to the doctor yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I was, he was like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, well, I work for a uh, plumbing company called uh, Pipes and Stripes. Yeah. You know, we like to, you know, we do plumbing in people's homes. We uh-huh. install showers, uh-huh. bathtubs. Yep, yep. And uh, he's Toilets. like... And he looks at me, he goes, ah, oh, you landscapers, you're always hurting yourselves. <laughs> Every time, man. Yeah, those, yeah, yeah. You need to lay off those bricks, dude. Yeah, exactly. You can smash your toe real easy on yeah. them. So, I mean, it's pretty common to fuck yourself up. And I'm all, my body's already, like, rejecting me as it is. And now I'm entering a field that's willing to fuck me up. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see what happens, folks. Yeah, you know, ironworking is not easy, bro. Yeah, so you know what? You guys need to subscribe to the show or something. All right, we need yeah. to we need to get the numbers bigger so I don't have to do this anymore. Like, yeah, so we yeah. can just do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, make let, money. let John uh, uh, put away his fifty different trades. Yeah, 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 dude. I'm the fucking ultimate tradesman over here. Why don't we just do like a Patreon and then you guys you pay for me not to electrocute myself again? Yeah, that'd be great. That sucked. I did. You know? I did it the other day. Like, I was fucking. I was working on something else, and my t- my fucking elbow touched a circuit board. Ooh, zap, bro! Right up to your fingers. I'm sure it went yeah. too. Yeah, huh? twenty four volts. Yeah. Oh, quick. dude, I've had that happen before. Yeah. Where I've gotten shocked in the arm, and I Ooh. felt I literally yeah. felt the electricity zinging at my fingers, like yeah. the tingle. You know, I, dude, electricity is scary, bro. Yeah. Like you don't really. I think everyone has that point where like electricity is not too bad, and then you get shocked for real one time, and you're like. Oh my god, yeah. dude! I, I like you. I, I am so scared of those fences that are like those high volt fences that where if you touch them, because your if your feet are on the ground, electricity yeah. is going to go straight to the ground. So your whole fucking body gets electrocuted. You Ugh. know, I can't. Oh, that's shit's scary. Yeah, that shit's terrifying. I don't like uh, that at yeah. all. Honestly, nope. Nope. I would say electrician out of all the trades I do, that's the one that I'm most like. Yeah. I don't like this at all. But, I mean, that's where they get paid a fuck ton of money. So. Yeah, hopefully they fucking do. I fucking don't. Because uh, I am in a sewer inspection company called uh, Slips and Shits. <laughs> and we do all the main sewers for the city. And we get paid <laughs> crap. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I I was laughing at the name and then like it took me a second to process the pun <laughs> for, <laughs> yeah. for a quick second. Oh my god! Yeah, well, uh, I mean, sh- again, sh- uh, shout out to those fa- uh, parents who uh, yeah. became parents. You know, shout out to uh, what do you call it? Slips and shits. Yeah, shits shout out slips. to all the companies I just yeah. made up. <laughs> uh, you work for of all of them, bro. What are you I talking do. about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave me a real Yelp review on all of the companies. Yeah, uh, we're not gonna say them again though because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a lot of work. That is a lot. <laughs> Shit, man, I feel like we're almost there. We're yeah, we're, we're, a couple, we're a couple minutes out for sure. Oh, okay. But, I well, mean, like, I don't know if you have something you want to tell the viewers in their story. We had, I had some other stuff, you know, I thought... We got like five minutes. We got like five minutes? Okay, all right. I have a question. Uh, Starbucks refute uh, employees oh, God. are starting to speak out against complicated orders, and they're complaining about, like, you know, like, apparently somebody asked somebody to blend egg bites for them, which I don't think is that crazy. No, that's kind of disgusting. It is kind of gross. But, uh, but wash the fucking blender after. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, definitely. Because if you're concerned in sanitation or drugs or dro, yes, what? Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they put drugs in those egg bites, bro. It's like crack, yeah. man, cocaine. <laughs> uh, if your issue is uh, um, uh, food allergies, I don't know how I got drugs and food allergies mixed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
then yeah, I get that. But yeah, wash and sanitize the fucking pitcher you used. Yeah, you like know? what's the problem? Like you literally have sanitation. Like at least in a restaurant, you're supposed to have the fucking three uh, bin sink. You yeah. know, one for the washing, rinsing, and one for the uh, soak. the soak, and, and the then sanitizer. one for the sanitize. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, what's the problem? You yeah, know? and it's like, <laughs> is the issue that like people are like saying like thirty things? Because I've heard like a girl's order at Starbucks. I with want a kajillion like off. Let me get a, this yeah. kind of cappuccino, but with fake sugar and this kind of milk and upside down. Yeah. And I need you to steam the ice first so it yeah. becomes just regular temperature room water. And if yeah. you can bless a small church, uh, if you can go to a small church and ask the pastor to just bless it. Yeah, uh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, you know, and then they get hella butthurt about it. But at the same time, it's like, what do you want? Yeah, make the drink, dickhead. You're not barista and airline pilot. Yeah, all the you know shit you saying? need is literally within twenty feet of you. Yeah, you know, like it like, just sounds like people annoyed about having to do their job. Yeah, well, it's You're like not making coffee and building fucking engines. Right. Well, it's like. If you go to a pizza place and somebody orders like every fucking topping, are yeah. you not are you gonna bitch about them getting every topping and not yeah. making pizza, or are you gonna work at Taco Bell or McDonald's and somebody gets like uh, every like ten different items all with yeah. modifications and everything, and you're not gonna make their food? Are you gonna bitch about it then? Yeah, you know, and like, some, what the fuck? Dude? And a lot of the times at places like that, when people are making modifications, they're telling you to not put something I just, on it. That's less work. Having worked at Starbucks before and yeah. everything, like, dude, they're so snooty, bro. I don't get it, man. I don't. I don't. There's, yeah. there's, like, I've met p- several people at uh, Starbucks that I worked with who, uh, granted, there are plenty of hard workers that would do everything and, like, are excellent workers. I'm not saying that all Starbucks workers are fucking snooty little bitches but yeah. usually they're teenagers yeah. that don't that will like turn their nose up if you tell them to clean the drains yeah. you know like or anything because they never had to wash dishes at home you know or never had to clean out gunk from uh restaurant yeah. uh of any kind in a drain you know like that's usually a fucking shocker for most people uh you wouldn't be surprised you'd be surprised by the gunk and just a drink place you know yeah. that creates and drains and shit but anyways yeah, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, I don't get it, it's man. Like, what do you want? Dude, it's do like, your fucking job. It's like, like when a cashier at like you know Safeway or Walmart, yeah, sees a cart that's like full, yeah, and then they go, ugh, yeah. It's like, well, what's yeah. the difference, dickhead? Yeah. Like, you're just scanning shit. Yeah, you're bro. just yeah. You know, it's just another fucking basket full of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? That one basket, you're gonna probably do that many yeah. items over the course of fucking an hour like, or yeah. so. You like, know, are you? It's like you have to legitimately. You're upset about the amount of times that your arm has to carry something over a scanner. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You're yeah. not all of a sudden carrying these things upstairs. Yeah, I don't. You know, know what I'm saying? They're not asking you to cook the food that they just shopped for in front of them before they leave. Nope. You're just physically scanning more things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or. Or like when uh when like a when like a food service person gets annoyed because you're make you're ordering a big order and they're not the chef. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh. Yeah. Like uh, for the chef because they have like to carry a, it out or something. Yeah. And like they're just like anything else, anything else. Yeah. And you're just like, geez, fuck you, dude. I'm yeah, hungry. Like dude. we got plenty of people here. Yeah. We've only said two things so far. Like, yeah. We're three burgers in on a fucking eight party group. Like. 
you're really already getting upset about how big this order is. Like, it's going to be dude, a long ass day. Like, your job is easy, bro. Chill out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, because they don't have the reference of job that's hard. Yeah. So to them, like, it's just like this is the hardest shit they've ever done. And I, we might be biased because just physical work has always been easy for me. You know, yes. like, like, and people go like, oh, like, you're so much. No, I don't mean easy as like physically easy. I mean, the mental fatigue and damage that like service jobs did for me were very minimal. Yeah. Because I didn't fucking care that customers are having a meltdown. Yeah, honestly. It's their problem, when, not mine. When you have you an know? entry level job, you're more likely tired and frustrated with company politics than you yeah. are with the physical strength yeah. you put on yourself. Yeah, customers fucking you know, suck. Like if you work suck. at what do you want? If you work at Pizza Guys more likely your complaint about working at Pizza Guys is like a manager you don't like. Right. Not necessarily that it's super hard or difficult. Yeah. You know, it's like you're complaining about shit that's like nothing. Yeah. Or you a know? customer who had a really bad day and just happened to take it out yeah. on you. Yeah, but then that they don't, sucks. But then they don't know but, the difference, though. They also don't know what it's like to put in like a like a full 12-hour day of data entry. Yeah. Well, you also know, like, like data entry, like that makes my head hurt. You know? Yeah, data scientists. Because yeah. the data scientists aren't just plugging in numbers. They're <laughs> doing a lot of analytics that yeah. require mental thinking. That, or imagine like fucking you know? stonemasons. You know, oh, people have yeah. to cut stone and shit yeah, like that dude. up on like rooftops carrying stones. Ironworking is fucking like, another really hard job. Yeah. You know, like when you have like a, like a commonly in trades, if you have to climb a ladder for something, what happens is you either climb that shit with your tools in your hand or you tie your tools off and you climb the ladder and then pull them up with a rope. Right. Uh, so like when people get mad because somebody's ordering too much food, they don't know what it's like to pull up a bucket of tools up a ladder with a rope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so the, in their head, like this is the worst possible, most annoying shit yeah. they've dealt with. Yeah. Some people like, you know, so th- fuck it you, is. Starbucks Some workers. people it is, but yeah, Starbucks, they need to calm their shit. Chill out. Honestly, chill the fuck out. Yeah. And that's, that's where we're going to end today, folks. If you work at Starbucks and you're that mad about people doing that, go find a stu- other stupid entry-level job yeah. that you need no skill for to get. Yeah. All right? That they asked nothing of you to get. Yeah. All you have to do is show up to the interview and not look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And you're qualified. Yeah, dude. You know? like Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Yeah, it's like be mad at the customers that are assholes to you. Don't be mad at the customers that are just trying to, you know, be customers. Buy your service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're just, you know, they're not thinking about you and the damage <laughs> they're doing to you by getting more food. Because you and I have been in the service industry, I feel like we could talk how spend a whole fucking episode. Yeah, they're, they're cunts. <laughs> this dude they're, is stupid. Yeah. Anyways. All right, but uh, well, people, join us next week, episode two hundred five. Like and subscribe. Push yeah. us up the algorithm. Get me out of fucking. Working with my hands <laughs> and just talking about my dick for money. Yeah. Because everybody knows I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, folks.